0: I'm Heather Mitchell, and this is Episode 7, Creating the Perfect Morning Routine. You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. The show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but it's not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. It is the most beautiful day here in Arizona. If you've never been to Arizona, this is the time of year you need to visit, right around March, February, late February, March, April, best time ever. So if you're looking to get out of your cold weather, wherever you're at, head on over to Arizona. People are out hiking early in the morning, and it just feels really good. It's not too hot yet. So this is the time. Well, today we're gonna talk about how to improve the morning routine with your kids and yourself because mornings can be really crazy, am I right? That dreaded morning routine, families rushing to get kids fed, lunches made, kids dressed and out the door on time, hopefully without any meltdowns. Stop that chaotic stress. Okay? Health coach Heather is here to help you get that morning routine under control so you can actually enjoy every aspect of your parenting journey. So let's just dive right into the podcast today. The first thing you're going to do when you think about morning routine and you possibly feel dread right now thinking about it, I want you to visualize your morning and Visualization is a very important practice. I want you to think about and visualize the night before how you want your morning to go. So in the best case scenario, what would the best morning look like for you and your family? I want you to envision that now. If you need to hit pause, go ahead and pause this, but you need some time to reflect on what that might look like for you. Most people don't even think about this but visualization tells your brain what you want and then gives it a point of reference for making it happen. Now visualize how you will respond. Okay, this is something separate. How you're going to respond when your perfect morning, it gets a few kinks in it. So let's say you've got cranky kids or a spouse in the morning or family members are moving too slow or there's meltdowns or tantrums? How are you going to respond to each thing that might come up? Think about who you want to be as the parent in each situation and plan accordingly how you will behave as the parent so you don't end up mirroring the child's behavior should things spiral out of control. You gotta visualize what you want, my friends, and this actually helps get the ball rolling uh, for the next tips. So after you've done some visualizing, now we're going to create the master plan. What needs to get done in the morning? Do you need to pack school lunches? Do you need to make breakfast? How about brushing and styling kids' hair? Do you need to help them get dressed? What needs to go out the door with both your kids and yourself? I want you to think about homework, maybe the gym bag if you're heading to the gym, Are your vitamins and supplements all packed? Are you gonna be taking those along with you? Protein shakes, that kind of stuff. How about instruments kids might play or athletic equipment they might need? Does anything need signed? This is usually the stuff that gets forgotten until the last minute. So make a list of common items such as these and look over them the night before. Really, it really is about pre-planning so that your mornings go smoother. Gather it all up and set it by the door so it's ready to go out the door by the time you need to leave. Bonus points for packing it in the car the night before and putting school lunches together the night before as well. Now we need to calculate the time. So after you plan everything out that needs done, now it's time to calculate how much time it'll take for each activity to be completed in the morning. How long will it take you to throw together school lunches and make breakfast? Personally, I like to give myself 45 minutes in the morning to complete these two tasks, although I have found that I can do it in 30 now that I've gotten quicker. Knowing this, if I want to cut this time down, then I can prepare the lunches the night before and plan what I'll fix for breakfast the next morning. Styling my kids' hair takes anywhere from Maybe 3 minutes to 10 minutes depending on if I'm braiding hair or just going with a ponytail. I give myself an extra 20 minutes just for myself to get dressed and put on a little makeup for the day. Maybe get my gym stuff together if I didn't do it the night before or whatever. This helps me feel like my best self. Do you need an extra 10 minutes before leaving to gather supplies and pack the car? Just calculate it. And remember, if these tasks will take too long in the morning, one of two things needs to happen. You either wake up earlier or you get in the habit of preparing all you can the night before. Okay, now I'm going to get to the good stuff, the real good morning routine stuff. So I mentioned waking up earlier. This is really great, and assuming that you don't work a night shift, I would wake up one hour or two hours earlier than the kids. Personally, I do about an hour and a half to two hours before the kids get up. Because what I have found that is if I go to bed earlier between the hours of eight and 10 p.m., I can get up an hour or two earlier and feel rested and rejuvenated and ready to start my day. My body gets into that habit. And so here's what I do, I use this time. Well, let me tell you exactly what I do with that time. The very first thing I do when I wake up is I get the hot pot of of water going because I drink a nice hot glass of lemon water first thing in the morning. This flushes the liver, uh, just hydrates me first thing in the morning. I'm also drinking about eight ounces of water, cold water or, or whatever, room temperature water, maybe first thing upon waking up and then I sip on that hot lemon water during Um, a yoga practice, because that needs about 15 minutes to cool, okay? So after I make that hot lemon water, then I do a morning prayer, and then I'm ready for maybe a 15 to 20 minute yoga practice. So any yoga will do, this just gets things moving and less kinks and aches in, in your body, so I like to do yoga first thing in the morning. But what I love even more than yoga is kundalini yoga. This is a favorite And then maybe a hatha yoga would be my second favorite. But I do like kundalini. There is some chanting involved, but there's a lot of breath work involved. So it does fire up my digestive system. It gets the energy really good in my body so that I can focus for the day. And I just feel amazing. And anybody can do kundalini. You don't have to be a certain... Um, flexibility or body size to do that so I usually do a 15 to 20 minute yoga practice and then I go into a 10 minute meditation I have a paid subscription to the calm app and so I do that and then I do a scripture study this is you know just something that I I like to do to get some spirituality into my day first thing in the morning And after that, I I do something called the Start Today Journal. This is Rachel Hollis's journal, and it's called the Start Today Journal. And you write down things that you're grateful for. She has it outlined for you here. And then 10 dreams that you have or that you've already accomplished, although you haven't accomplished yet. So if I want to be an author, I write something like, I am a published author and I put all of those things down on paper as if they already happened. I own a beautiful home on the lake. I live in the woods or whatever it is, okay? This is kind of personal and for whatever you want to put down. And then I do morning pages. So this is a three page, maybe more like for me a two page, two to three page brain dump again of everything that's going on in my brain. I get it down on the pages and and it's just journaling, really, all my thoughts, even what I might have dreamt about the night before, any inspirations I have. But I really try to force myself to write at least two pages, and I really try to get, get in three pages. But Morning Pages, this is nothing new. This is a, a practice. You can go on Amazon and buy the Morning Pages journal This was brought about by an author named Julia Cameron who wrote The Artist's Way and this is the journal that complements that book. So go check that out. I'll try to link that into the show notes for you. After I do my morning pages, then I go into my day planner and I transfer everything that I might have written down in my morning pages of what I need to get done that day. I transfer that down into my day planner and my my day planner is great. I just put top three things that I need to accomplish and then everything else just kind of finds a place in there. I think it's important to tell you that I use these pens called friction Pens, F-R-I-X-I-O-N. They are erasable pens and I use it with a day planner called the Law of Attraction Planner. I've been using this planner now for four years. Because what's amazing about the combo of these pens and this planner is at the end of the year I can put an iron on these pages and it erases all of the ink from the friction pen because these pens can erase uh, when it gets hot. And so I've been using these pens with my planner for four years now. I haven't had to buy a new planner and that's how I keep kind of recycling through the Start Today journal and through... The, uh, the law of attraction planner. So go pick you up some of those friction pens. You're going to love them. And after that, that is pretty much the time that it takes before my kids wake up. If I'm doing an intermittent fast that day, then I will drink a glass of Creo brew, which I absolutely loved. I don't drink coffee, so this is kind of my caffeine-free, but it gives you a nice little um, energy boost from the Theobromine inside of it. It's called Creobrew. I'll link that in the show notes if you want to check that out. I'll drink some of that and then I'll try to go until maybe 11 o'clock before I have my first meal. So that's an intermittent fast. I know that last week we talked about breakfast. So if I'm eating breakfast, I might do a smoothie or I might do one of those breakfast options that I shared with you there. So that is my morning routine and this sets me up for the entire day. And taking care of me first thing in the morning makes me a better mom, better wife, I feel like my mental health feels really great, uh, but it's really getting that 7 to 9 hours of sleep each and every night that is crucial for my morning routine to go smoothly. And according to Ayurveda, the best time to go to bed is between the hours of 8 and 10 p.m. and wake up no later than 6 a.m. This routine syncs your body up nicely with nature. You'll have all the energy you need to go throughout your day, and you'll feel amazing once you get this down. Go to bed just a bit earlier than you are right now and keep doing that until you can get your sleep in between these hours. Don't stay up late. I know it's tempting. I know, but trust me on this one. If you want optimal health, you need to get to bed a little bit earlier. So what time do I wake up? Well, it's about 4.30 a.m. And I know some of you just choked right there, but I do wake up about 4.30 a.m. because i got to get the kids up at 6.30 a.m. So at 6.30 a.m., I'll wake up the kids and try to get them moving first thing in the morning. And then i got to start making those breakfasts and the lunches if I didn't do any of that the night before. About 7 a.m., I get myself dressed. I gather supplies uh, for both kids and myself that we need to take with us. Again, if I didn't do that the night before. And then by 7.20, we are out the door and on our way to school. So this was sort of our routine. It's been our routine for a while. The hardest part of course is getting those kids moving quicker in the morning. They would get distracted or keep lying in bed. A lot of mornings were just really a real struggle for me, especially if my husband, who is an amazing guy, would be at the gym working out in the morning, then I got to do all of this on my own. But with a positive mindset and determination, I totally get the job done. It works out every time somehow and we, we just do it. So, this school year, you know, I think it was more like last year, kind of when we started the year. About two weeks before school started, our family listened to the audiobooks called The Way of the Warrior Kid and Mark's Mission, and these books are by Jocko Willink. They do teach discipline to kids, so I highly recommend you read those with your kids. But both Grant and I decided it was time to teach the kids more discipline, so we would all be waking up early in the morning to exercise together. Screen time would be limited and kids would be working on getting smarter, stronger, healthier, and enjoying life without all the electronic devices. So it was, it was a tough one for those kids to swallow. And truthfully, it was pretty tough for the parents, you know, us as well. But I could see some major progress in discipline and respect with my kids. We even listen to Jocko's podcast for kids called The Warrior Kid Podcast. You can find that on iTunes. And it's been eye-opening for my kids and for me. So we love it. So here's what a routine might look like when you're trying to get your kids into some healthier habits and get them more disciplined. So my morning routine would start about 4, 4, 4.30, same as usual, but at 6 a.m. we wake the kids up and get a quick 30-minute workout and together as a family. And this will alternate between lifting weights in our garage gym, doing some kind of workout in the garage like pull-ups and sit-ups and push-ups, or we'll go to the clubhouse and use the swimming pool there that's heated year-round and we'll swim laps. There's been times we've gone down to the clubhouse to play tennis or perhaps a bike ride early in the morning too, in the summertime when the sun's up early. But this sets our kids up nicely for their day. They already feel accomplished in something, and they tend to move quicker in the morning after we work out. So 6.30 to 7 a.m., kids are getting you know, ready for school at this time because we got them up at 6, and then while I'm fixing breakfast and school lunches, they've kind of managed their own routine of getting ready. At 7 a.m., there might be a quick 15 minute, maybe five, maybe five minutes to be realistic here, five to 10 minute morning devotional as a family. This can be like a scripture study or a TED talk you might listen to or a podcast, but something that will connect you as a family before you all head out the door. I personally think this would be the perfect time to do a five minute to 10 minute meditation practice with your family. If you use a certain kind of meditation called Ziva meditation, they say it's five times as restful as sleep and it helps you to stress less and accomplish more. And so I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can have that information if you want to try out Ziva meditation. And then at 720 we're out the door. So there's always going to be kinks and the kinks that we're working out with this schedule are really getting the kids to wake up and the husband too on time and ready to work out by 6 a.m. So it looks like we all need to make that wake up time more like 5.45 because they do need that time to get dressed and adjust and wake up for their day and go to the bathroom and that kind of stuff. Getting myself ready to go plus cooking and preparing lunches all within the half hour between 6.30 and 7. That can be a challenge. So I've got to think of either making those lunches at 5.30 a.m. or start the night before. So this is the kind of things, getting everyone to eat and sit down together at 7 a.m. for our family bonding time, which is usually scripture reading or a prayer or some kind of morning devotional. But now that I'm aware of where those kinks even are, whereas before I didn't really visualize, I didn't make a master plan, but now that I have a plan and I know where the kinks are, I can make my master plan and calculate the time better. I'll write it all out and see what I can do to make it easier on myself in the morning. Totally not perfect at this yet. I'm still working on this myself, but this is really the biggest tip here. Be flexible because almost every morning, it might go smoothly if you have a plan and you execute it well, but sometimes you need a bit of flexibility when it doesn't go as planned and that's okay. Just breathe and relax and let go of what you thought it would look like in the morning. What you did really here is you gathered information for executing your plan better the next day. And I think it's important to tell you here what I don't do in the morning routine is check my email or look at Facebook or post anything on Facebook. That stuff is either scheduled out earlier or done a little bit later in the day. Does your family have a morning routine? What does it look like? I'd love to hear all about it. Go on over to healthyfamiliesrule.com and post in the comments below your family's morning routine or what you might take away from this podcast episode and make your family routine even better in the morning. All right, have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. you're enjoying this podcast would you mind heading over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate this show give me a five-star review I would love to hear your comments and be sure to check the show notes of this podcast for any little handouts or tips I give you there and come on over to our private Facebook page healthy families rule join us in weekly challenges to motivate and inspire you to be healthier and to be better each day